Hey, welcome to Guitar Knobs, the guitars, gear, noise, and nonsense podcast hosted today by these knobs. Tony Dudzik, Pick Guardian. Jared Brandon. Brandon Wilm Pickups. Zach Oswald. Brandon Wilm Pickups. Hey, it's me, Todd Novak. We are thrilled that you are listening right now. We are thrilled that we are here right now making things for you to listen to us. That's right. On or with. Headphones. But anyways, no, for real. This is great. We love talking about guitars. We're excited to be here. And uh, we've got a fun little show for you tonight. We have uh, we we just got back from a guitar show uh, here in uh, the outskirts of Columbus, Ohio, United States, and this is one of our favorite things to do in the whole wide world. So we're going to share um, our experience, and we have each been given a fifteen hundred dollar stipend, virtual virtual fifteen hundred dollar <laughs> stipend, or is it uh, to pick things out in the show? So we're going to share those with each other and tell each other why we pick them and what not, and just kind of talk about the show in general. Uh, so, but first, but first, hey, I just want to point out that we uh, are being somewhat brought to you today by Rode Microphones. Uh, they have been kind enough to supply us with some awesome equipment. Uh, we're running right now. We're, we're talking to you via their Procaster. Uh, awesome mic and an awesome company to deal with. We're grateful for their involvement in our show. Thanks, check Road. Out, check out Road.com. Yep. Uh, I also want to bring up the fact that we are sponsored by Reverb.com, and I want to point you to a super important thing on their website. What is it? The price guide. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is the price a guide. huge thing, man. Yep. Uh, this is an area on the site that you can check out, and you can basically put in anything that you are currently looking for, and it will tell you amazing things about that. Or selling. Or selling, yeah, whether yeah. you're buying or selling. So, like, if you wanted to check out something like, I'm gonna, I just typed in the Gibson Sonics. I know, you know, hey, whatever. I think they're cool, whatevs. But... I just found out basically what they are all going for and the history of those sales, which is um, really helpful to know if you're about to negotiate a price with somebody or if you need to determine how, you know, should you even sell your gear? Is it worth it right now? Should you hang on to it? You can find out all those things. So check out uh, Reverb.com and hit up the price guide. That's it. Just go there and do it. Now? You will not now, especially if you're driving. Don't do that right now. <laughs> right. When you get home. Cool? There's a silver one with a black pickguard on it. A really a big. Sonic? should buy Sonics. It. I should. It's a good price, Did you too. see the one Dang. at the guitar show? I did. That was pretty nice, actually. I know. Anyways. All right. Let's get on with this, shall we? <laughs> yes. I don't know what that was for. What's going on in your week, music week, Jared? All right. So I have this... 2013 Gibson Les Paul Standard, and it uh, it's a reissue, and um, it's uh, a limited edition, and it came with the sideways Vibrola thing. I don't know the exact nomenclature, but... Yeah, that's what it's called. Sideways Vibrola, and that Gibson had put on these because of the very first Les Pauls in 1961... Uh, or late 60, technically, uh, put on these guitars. 
And um, they really don't have a good reputation staying in tune at all. They just don't. And uh, the newer ones are better. Um, but if you're like Why me, did you go with an S right before better? I was just trying to figure better. out. <laughs> he, he's being noncommittal. <laughs> I am. But anyway, so the these are better than the older ones. However, I just... I didn't, I didn't necessarily buy it for the vibrato. I bought it for the looks. Well, are are you using it like super heavy? No, no, you're real light touch. No, and what I don't like about the new ones is, uh, there's play in the handle before mm. it actually engages. Oh. So it shakes and rattles, and oh. I don't like that. So what I did was I bypassed it. Although it's still on the guitar, I just I took the springs out and I got a couple of uh, nuts and I stabilized the you know the bridge that holds the string so it doesn't move and uh, it stays in tune now a lot better than it did before. That's cool. So yeah, because even if you didn't touch the sideways for bull, it would still go out of tune. Sure, one bend of the string and it's out of tune. Mm. So it was kind of a pain. And a lot of people that's played these, they know exactly what I'm talking about, and they feel the pain. But, uh, yeah, I went ahead and um, I bypassed that spring system and just tightened it all up. I believe Billy Gibbons did the same thing. He just has his thing. In fact, he took the cover off, and he he thinks it looks cool without the cover. Because of the springs? or I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but hmm. that's what I did, and it was successful, and I'm happy. Good. Ultimately, that's what matters. Yes, right. it is what matters. Zach. Uh, so I had a hey, everybody. Zach is here. <laughs> Zach. Zach is Zach is a, a friend of our of our of some of our people in the show, and so we we decided, hey, let's let's have him on. He he was at the uh, the guitar show with us, and mm-hmm. he's uh, he's just very interested in guitars, and and uh, he's got quite a few, and he's a pretty good player. So, oh, thanks for that. So I'm there's happy to Zach. be on here. Uh, so I had a friend of mine come down from New York, and uh, he brought some cool guitars with him, and uh, I got the pleasure of working on them. And there was these two guitars in particular from a brand called Mako. Now these are like Japanese lawsuit type copies. It was a, a Gibson less copies. Gibson copies, yeah. It was a Les Paul and a three three five, and I was completely blown away at how nice they were. Like the Les Paul, just to give you a rundown of some of the specs, it had a nitro finish set neck, um, had a Brazilian rosewood fretboard on it. That was the biggest shocker for me. Long neck tenon, you know, great guitar, and he paid 250 bucks for it. Wow. And uh, <laughs> we changed out the pickups and uh, put some nicer wiring in it, and, man, it's, it's a Gibson killer. It's, it was a nicer guitar than my uh, newer Gibson Les Paul traditional. I was shocked. How old is this thing? Uh, it's from the 70s, uh, late 70s, early 80s, I think. It's hard is that, to date. Is that those. right about when the uh, Ibanez ones were? Yeah, out? Mm-hmm. yeah, it could, and they could very well be from the same factory or. Yeah, I wonder if there wasn't a coup where everybody all got together and said, "Look, <laughs> let's all do this." They can't get all of us. It's sort of that like <laughs> they can't kill all of us. Right. <laughs> yeah, but they could get me. Oh uh, yeah. Did they have the uh, the Gibson open book headstock? Uh, it was close, not quite. It yeah. wasn't like the total copy, but yeah, it was it was pretty close. The shape. Of the body was identical, though. Mm, very interesting. 
What color was it? Uh, it was like a, it, it looked like Slash's Appetite for Destruction guitar, sort of a dirty lemon burst. Mm. Yeah, great guitar. That's cool. I like I like the uh, antiqued white uh, old Gibsons. Jared, <laughs> someday Jared's going to talk about the one that he just got, goodness sakes. Oh, my Lord, that's beautiful. But anyways, that's another show. Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tony. about that. Never heard about it. Oh, man. He opened that thing. I just about fell over. Tony. So in preparation for the guitar show that we just had, um, I was digging through some of my guitars and things. And it's always kind of interesting when you haven't picked up a guitar and played one for a while. Mm -hmm. um, Which I find odd because you've got them all <laughs> over your <laughs> shop. I mean... You used to have them. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> there's there's a few there. Yeah, and there's a they're few, all there's a few more. They're home. all beaters though, right? <laughs> yeah, so a lot of them yeah. are. Yeah, those are the junks, <laughs> more more or less. But um, but there were a couple that I was actually considering selling at the show, mm -hmm. and I I pulled them out of the case and checked them out, restrung them, and uh, I said, you know what? I'm not going to sell those right now. And then there were a couple of others that I said, you know, yeah, I can let that one go. And, and actually the uh, we can talk a little bit more about the show, but the my goal for the show this this time was to uh, make enough money to uh, buy off the uh, that Guild X one seventy five we talked about a week right. or two ago, and uh, and I was successful, so I was happy. Hey, about that. right on! So you know, it's like trade one in, bring one home. There you go. Good for you. How about you, Todd? What? Oh, who me? Yes, you. Well, man. Now you sound like me. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I, I've had actually, I'm trying to, I, I've been trying to figure out like which thing uh, to to choose. Um, I had to give the the uh, jazz Telecaster back to oh. <laughs> to Tony. <laughs> yeah, so I made you sure didn't that have I, to. I played the crap out of that before I gave it back to him, before I build my own. Oh, that's what that gunk was. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was just weird because I had been it had been hanging in my in in my music room for, you know, about a month or so, I guess. That long, I guess, yeah. And uh, and then walking around the show, I see Tony has it up for sale. <laughs> and I'm just like it was weird because I'm like, but that, that's 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 uh, that's mine. Well, you know, <laughs> I may end up buying that thing for me, man, because that is a great guitar. It's a great deal. And I mean, it was I had it priced right. You had it priced redunculous. That was a kill. That was arguably the people didn't know that was a sleeper deal of the show. Like in my opinion, having played that guitar, I I guarantee you that guitar played better than almost anything at the show. What exactly was it? So. Tony. Well, it's a it's a it's a telemaster, or some people call them jazz casters. It's basically yeah. a jazz master body with uh, with tele. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're cool. Yeah, yeah. they're and this was one that I built. I, I've made a couple of them, but this one, uh, it was a it's a mahogany body, so it's got ribbon striping mm -hmm. on the mahogany, and it's it's really kind pretty. of done in a cherry color. And I um, mean, just you know, fair warning: if I ever do buy it, it I will destroy what it looks like right well, now. Well, <laughs> hey, once, once cash is exchanged, you can do with it what you, you want. You can burn it if you want. Uh, anyway, so that's what I did. And yeah, I had fun doing it. And I got to, you know, rip out some tunes on it. So cool. I appreciate you loaning me that. No, not a problem at all. So uh, 
Guys, we spent a lovely Sunday, almost the entire day, at one of our favorite places to go and do guitar stuff. Uh, well, you know, it's close to home, so that's why it's <laughs> yeah, favorite. Cool. It is <laughs> right. close to home. The, yeah. the venue has, you know, has its ups and downs. Yes. Uh, and so if we ran into you, which we got to run into quite a few people who are listeners of the show, it was great meeting you guys. Um, oh, yeah. That, it was I mean, really there was, cool. I, I, I stopped counting, but there were a ton of people that popped over, at least were at, yeah. at my table. So, uh, thank we listen to you. And yeah. It's like, cool. It's yeah. just, it's really neat meeting somebody, you know, that, that listens and, and they can relate their stories and you have a chat. I, it's, it's, it's really great. Yeah. So uh, never hesitate to drop us a line at any time. If you just want to share one of your own personal stories or jump on, jump on the Facebook uh, group and, and do that. Um, and uh, yeah, we always to, answer back to talk too, to you. if you have yeah. any questions. So, uh, anyways, so w- when we went to said show, uh, Jared had a table, Tony had a table, Zach hung out at Jared's table in in his little backpack. Jared carries Zach in a backpack. I do. On. <laughs> <laughs> what was um, it? Was it Thunderdome that had the? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, and then Ran I had a little bit of a, a spot at the uh, at the old table there. But um, we were able to walk around. And our good friend Mike Trombley, who uh, was the, was at the show, Red House, was selling yeah of Red House pedals. Uh, he had a little table set up, and you know. We reference him because he he's been on the show many times. We consider him part of the show, but he's been so busy getting his master's in electrical engineering, I believe that's what it was called. He'll and, be back. And he did, and he'll be back. And he's uh he he's got a lot going on with Red House pedals. They're blowing up, and he's making some incredible pedals. But all that said, we were each we each decided let's each have fifteen hundred dollars to walk around the show and theoretically. Spend that fifteen hundred dollars. Yep. Someday we may have that. <laughs> chump change. Chump change. Uh, that's way more chump change than I ever have. So, uh, if boy, if I walked into a show and I had fifteen hundred dollars in my pocket, I I, I I don't know what I'd do. I wouldn't have any left when I, uh, I left the building. Sure wouldn't <laughs> have any left. I I dangerously I might actually buy the very first thing I see because I would be so excited that I had money. Um, so, anyways. We walked around, and we're going to share what we got, theoretically got. Um, gentlemen. Well, I'll share first. Go ahead, Jared. I had to decide between two things. There was a honer um, that was sitting on the stage. I believe it's pronounced honer. Oh, good thing you told me. <laughs> and it was a uh, semi-hollow. I think it was a hollow body, like a jazz box, but it wasn't the full... I. Couldn't find a model number, and I didn't ask about it. I just kind of looked at it, and I couldn't even find a price. To be honest, sounds with you. like you gave this a lot of thought. <laughs> I didn't, but <laughs> what I remembered about it the most is that the gold pickup covers were roached out. I mean, they were green and oxidized. They were beautiful. Hmm. I was like, man, this guitar looks really good. And uh, I forgot what model. It's it's a copy of a Gibson jazz guitar, but I, I don't know what model that was. Hmm, yeah, I think they only made one or two. So. Well, it was one of the two, <laughs> and it was beautiful, actually. It was a cool guitar. It I went and looked at it as well. It was it was almost like a uh, just a little you bit bigger than a You probably know a little ball. bit more about this. Why don't you tell me? <laughs> he knows more than what we think he does, trust me. I, don't, I think that we're not 
uh, we're not thinking he doesn't know those things. He I surprises me all do. the time. I'm like, how do you know this stuff, Zach? He's like, I don't know. Oh, man. I, yeah, it was a little bit bigger a than a man, last ball. Jared. It was a little bit bigger than a Les Paul. But it was, but it was a real, like a four inch. It was deep, deep yeah. It was like a full body. hollow body, yeah. Hmm. But in a Les Paul body size, yeah, it was. That's yeah. weird. It was a little bigger, but not much. It was. Hmm. It was really cool. It was. I wish I would have asked more about it because you know, for real. So like an ES. ES one seventy five or like ES three fifty, I think. ES three or something of that nature. Huh. It had a couple of uh, roached out looking gold humbuckers on it. I thought it looked great, but I went for the it was a, a year two thousand Gibson Les Paul Classic, and it's black. It has two humbuckers. It's very very light in that year. Um, it had a sixties profile neck, although this one was a little thicker, and it was in pretty good shape. Um, and I love light Les Pauls, but uh, that's what I chose. I mean, you you can't go wrong with a light guitar, in my opinion. How much was it? It was thirteen hundred dollars. Mm. Is this is this the black one that you guys are all going on and on? Yeah, and on yeah, about? It's, it's the one I tried to trade my telly for. Jeez. To be honest, I went. I actually went and looked at it. Like, hey, I I think I might be interested in this. There's a another gentleman filling out this paperwork to buy the guitar that apparently he had already made a deal with this guy. And I said, ah, let me see this guitar. And I'm looking it over. I'm like, eh, 900. And he's like, no, give me the guitar back. I'm putting it in the case. I said, well, I don't know, 11 or 12. <laughs> and he says, I tell you what, 1,200 and a set of your pickups. And then the, the guy writing out the sales form is like, hey, man, we just made a deal. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, well, never mind. It's it's your guitar, and I walked away. But uh, I, I wouldn't have done that to that to that gentleman. Obviously, they already had a deal, but great-looking great guitar, very light. It was everything I love in a guitar. So that's that's what I'm... And I, yeah, I have a couple hundred bucks left over. Um, there was a a gentleman carrying around an effects pedal called a Mutech. Yep, Mutron. 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 Thank you, Mutron. <laughs> and it, it was kind of like this auto wah like talk box sounding thing. It's a modulator. It had an, it's a modulator, a modulator with an envelope and all that. Yeah, kind of envelope thing. filter modulator. That thing it's... was unbelievably awesome. And uh, Andy Harrison was checking it out because he was thinking about buying it or whatnot. Mm -hmm. And there was one channel where it didn't work. So Andy's like, oh, yeah, that doesn't work. So, meh. But uh, I'd love to have one of those things I, just because they're because of the way it looks. Mm -hmm. It's a very I'd interesting looking pedal. Yeah, I would go Todd on it and get it just because of the way it looks. <laughs> and the, the is thing that, is is awesome. that a thing I do or something? No, I don't know. No. <laughs> it, it's... No. It's just a really cool looking pedal, man. I I started geeking out over this thing. The looks and sound, everything about it was really. I'm, I'm looking at them, and I'm probably going to get the itch to probably buy one. And they're like seven hundred bucks, really expensive. Yeah, you should hear one a little bit more first. I did maybe. at the show. Well, it was awesome. I'm saying maybe a little bit more than you're right. Than that you're right. Yeah. Especially if you're going to spend seven hundred dollars on it. I'm not really going to do that, honey. <laughs> you might. <laughs> Honey, if you're listening, no, I'm not going <laughs> to. 
is that it? Yeah, that's about it. All right. There may have been a few other things that kind of caught my eye, but um, for we, the most part, that's that's my number one. We have a we've got a mini a, a little mini fridge in here that it sounds like. It sounds it's like we have a pond submarine. of frogs. <laughs> yeah, the frogs. <laughs> like it's hungry. Dive, <laughs> dive, dive. <laughs> it's anyway. nice. It's very comforting. Yeah, it is. It's like a purring kitten. Yeah. Ambient sounds, you know. Yeah. All right, Tony. All right. So this was. I mean, I was. I was amazed. This was the first thing that I really saw in my journey through the halls, looking for something. And it just jumped out at me. And the guy had been asking 1700 He marked it down to 1500 So it was just like, boom, that's it. Really? So what it is or was is a uh, early, it's, I'm guessing these were, when did these come out? Probably in early 2000s or 2003, 2004. Um, Larave, solid body. Basically, a single cutaway, their take on a on a Les Paul, and I mean it's it was beautiful. It's got a it's a beautiful um, flame top, very uh, subtle body shape. It's it's, it's very it's, subtle. It's it's definitely not a Les Paul, but it's got some familiarity yeah. to a Les Paul. But just a beautiful instrument. Um, this was an earlier one. Uh, when you say earlier, what are you talking about? Well, when they, when they first started making solid body instruments, when they're because they're known for their, uh, their acoustics. acoustics. Yeah, they're primarily an acoustic guitar company. Yeah, but they do do uh, some solid bodies, which this one was. Um, but it, I mean, it was it's it's a total package for fifteen hundred bucks. I think it was one of the best deals there. It's got Lawler Imperial pickups in it. Uh, I think Tone Pros probably locking hardware on it. Just a beautiful instrument, and um, you know, it, I think it was definitely underpriced. The new, they're between twenty five hundred and three thousand. Oh wow! Yeah, you know, uh, John Parsons' workshop, the that was what that body shape reminded me of mm. his his work, and almost like a cross between that. And I, when I first saw it, I thought you were showing me a Nighthawk. Yeah, uh, and, a little. I can and, see that. Yeah, Nighthawk has got a more severe body shape. Uh, yeah, it's or, real pointy. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but it's it's um yeah. it's a little bit more slender than a than a Les Paul. But mm-hmm. yeah, definitely so. But I mean, just still helps with the weight. I liked it. Yeah, I yeah. didn't even know they made electrics. Like I say, I know their acoustics are pretty incredible. Yeah, that is cool looking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so how much was that? Uh, he was asking fifteen for it. I mean, right on the money. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I, yeah. I, I, if I think if I was serious about it, I probably could have got it for a little bit less. I'm surprised you actually didn't buy it. Yeah. Well, you know me. I I, I had to make money to get my to guild. Get your money. Yeah. No, That's I get right. it. Uh, guild comes first. Yeah. Dudley. <laughs> the Dudley guitar. <laughs> right. <laughs> what do you got there, bud? Well, mine was uh, really easy. It was the first thing that I saw when I was walking around before the show even opened. Copycat. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, this I, I couldn't believe it was this cheap. If I had the money, I would have bought it. It was, uh, it was a 1962 Gibson Les Paul SG Jr. And it was a cherry, and it was 1600 or best offer. 
So wow. you probably could have got it for 15. I mean, it was a little rough, but man, those are such cool guitars. They're yeah. light as a feather. Yeah. yeah. It's like something's wrong with that for that I mean, amount of money. It was rough, but I didn't it didn't have a headstock repair that I saw or anything like that or cuz usually yeah. those guitars have like a heel repair or something. Yeah, they the either break joints. at the headstock yeah. or the the body joint. Yeah, the electronics may have been changed. I, I don't think so. I, I looked at it and really? it looked pretty original to me. It was missing yeah. the uh it had a short uh, verbola on it and it was missing that cuz you could see the three holes where it was oh, but okay. really cool guitars. I love those things. I have a 61 and it's just just incredible. Yeah, that's a nice one. Hmm. How much was it? And that was 1500. It was 16 or best offer, so you could have got it for 15, I'm sure. Yeah. Easily. Yeah, easily. Interesting. Todd? Well, I I I was going with this guitar that I every time I see one of these at a show, I think I actually I, I this was going to the similar guitar was was my pick from last time. Uh what? What are you guys laughing? What, at? Are you gonna buy three Sonics's? <laughs> <laughs> no, I last I that one was pretty cool. The last pick I did do, uh, I, I picked this K that kind of looked like the guitar that I saw this time, which was a Gibson ES one thirty five, black. Okay, looked way cool. So I think it was on ninety six actually, um, but it's dual P nineties. It's just it's 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 a hollow body that just looks punk. Like I could see Billy Duffy playing that very easily and killing mm. it. So I imagined that I could see myself <laughs> playing that because <laughs> you know we're the same. Yes. Um, uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, but I said no. I'm not gonna. That was that was the first thing that caught my eye, and I'm not gonna be like you clowns and just cut it off there. So. I kept searching and picking and, th- and looking and everything. And then I picked up a, uh, there was a white on white Nash Telecaster. And I really like the Nash Telecasters. And I picked it up and the neck on that thing. I mean, Nash's are kind of known for, uh, you know, that, that super light, super light relic, beautiful neck. And, it was, it was lovely. I was trying to figure out a way to actually buy that, <laughs> um, and he only wanted thirteen hundred for that. That's that's, that's, that's pretty good for an ash. Yeah. Killer price. I mean, it didn't last long. It was gone. Like I think maybe my second or third kind of walk around, um, but it was down on the floor where everybody isn't looking, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, it was cool because it it ha- it was a uh, you know like just sort of an uh, an old dusty cream color uh, with a with a white guard and um, man just beautiful loved it really liked that guitar uh, so that was thirteen hundred so I had money left over and I uh, you know theoretically moseyed on over to this other table where I picked up something that I have almost bought I don't know. 10 or 20 times at least, but there was a full tone OCD. <laughs> I've just never, I don't know why I've never pulled the trigger on. I've, I've always wanted one, but I guess because they're, I, I see them so often and they're always around the same price, about 85 bucks, like hell or high water. It's like that, that's, that's 85 bucks. And I thought, nah, maybe there's another one around, you know, for cheaper. And, uh, 
it was gone when I got back. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's just a great pedal and it'll always sell. At some point, I'm going to get one. Um, and I still had money left over from that. <laughs> so there was a really nice, since I got the Nash, you know, uh, I needed something to take it home. And, and that this particular Nash didn't come with a, a case. Oh. Um, but I did see a very nice uh, gray uh, tweed uh, uh, hard shell case that was uh, probably wouldn't fit. What? That's probably a Mustang That's case or something. Mustang. No, no, no. Yeah. It wasn't a Mustang case next to me. It wasn't. It was. It was a. It wasn't a. It wasn't a. Um, uh, what do you call it? G and G. No, no. I don't know wh- whose brand it was, but it was a case. It was like a Strat Tele. Yeah. Um. So. It doesn't matter if it didn't fit perfectly. This is hypothetical, and I liked it. <laughs> I could have put my OCD pedal in it. Yes, carried it around <laughs> like that. But there was a Mustang case in the, on the table right next to us, and it looked very similar to that. But this was the more pronounced, uh, like the black and gray uh, herringbone uh, with uh, black leather oh, okay. uh, caps. Mm-hmm. It was cool. It was really nice. Um, anyways, so that was uh, marked at 90 so I still had a couple bucks left over, and I got myself some SIT strings, yeah. yes. which I actually ended up did. I I I ended up did buying. That's terrible. <laughs> yeah. I, what oh am I? Oh, no, you left SIT. out the done. I I, I, I done. Done. did done bottom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Stay in tune. Yeah. I, I love I those always, strings. I always get those strings at the Great show. Great strings. Um, so it was really fun. So those are the things that we ultimately had to pull the, you know, the proverbial trigger on. Um, and I'm just curious, like, I, I want to know some of the other things that really caught your guys' eye when we were there. Because there was a lot of really neat stuff. But there was also some things I think we probably have some issues with. I know I do. But, Jared? One thing that caught my eye, and I, I started looking at it from the bottom of the guitar. So there was a really cool-looking Sunburst uh, Bass 6 mm-hmm. and, you know, had the nice thick-wound, flat-wound strings and everything, and it looked so, so awesome. So it did catch my eye, and I, I started looking at it from the bottom. Yeah, you, and up. We, we got and through I that And I finally already. got to the right. So I finally <laughs> got to the headstock, and it says Squire on it. And I'm like... This thing looks really cool and really great and uh, high quality to be a squire. Yeah, but I couldn't believe it's a that's, that's a blanket statement. Uh, I mean, squires are not, I mean, there's ranges of them. Like, they're not. The classic uh, vibes are really nice for what you pay for them. Yeah, like the, the, the I'm gonna squire guess, jazz masters, are, those mm-hmm. are great. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to guess that uh, they really took their time on these. It was probably, I think it was a classic vibe or something. Did you see that too? I saw a base six. I didn't see if it was they, a they, or not. They uh, they released an interesting thing about <laughs> that that release is Fender released a was it the pawn shop series pawn shop series mm-hmm. those weird um, guitars. Well, yeah, it was or, or road worn. Yeah, I think it was the pawn shop series. Well, they released a base six that had a full instead of a, a metal plate for the controls. The guard actually went down to that, and then they put a some, some crazy pickup configuration. It was like a uh, jazz master uh, in the bridge position that was a humbucker, and then two other pickups. Mm-hmm. 
the the Squire version that was released about a year later actually had the proper metal uh, control plate. It had mm-hmm. the proper um, uh, four switch uh, switch plate on it. And it was actually closer to the original. Yeah, I mean, if you would have put a Fender logo on it instead of the Squire, I would have thought it was a total like it was a Fender Base Six. Shouldn't matter. I mean, like really cool. How much really would that matter to you? To me? Yeah. Well, as long as it felt right, it played right, and the electronics worked really well, and it it sounded good, eh, wouldn't mean anything. I mean. I have some made in Mexico guitars that I really enjoy. So I, I like, I, I think those ones are great. Yeah, I like made the Mexico. Ne- I like the way they make the necks over there. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that's one thing that it really surprised me how good the thing. I didn't see this guitar there. I did. It was awesome. Was that the one over, like, if you're sitting in our booth over to the right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yep. I thought that was a Fender. I didn't no. even know. <laughs> no, yeah, that, was, that was it said Squire. I was like, what? Did they put a Squire neck on this thing? There was because a Bass 6 really in the other cool. room, too, I thought. I didn't see that one. That was the first Bass 6 I've ever seen at the show, period. Yeah, you <laughs> don't this, see them too often. You know, nine or well, not original ten years. Ones. Ones. Original yeah. ones are mm-hmm. really hard to find these yeah. days. Right. Uh, interesting. So uh, what was something else that caught your eye, Tony? Gosh, there. I mean, interestingly, I mean, sometimes the Columbus show gets the reputation for being kind of the uh, the dumping grounds for a lot of the lesser expensive things. But there were actually some pretty nice guitars. The guys from uh, from Cream City uh, were uh, across the, the the aisle from us, and they brought along some interesting. There, you know, they bought a lot of guitars there. Yeah, they're but, out of Madison. Yeah, but they they brought along some really nice uh, guitars that they were. I don't know that they sold them. I think they just try to buy stuff up that's in the market. But um, I mean, I as I as I walked around, there were just some really cool, um, different guitars than than you know from dealers that I that that they that brought out different things. I guess is what my point is. Um, as opposed to sometimes, you know, you can go to the shows and, you know, that dealer is going to have, you know, this, exactly what yeah, they're going to have. Yeah. Same inventory every yeah. time. Um, I'm trying to think if there was anything else that really caught my eye. I mean, there were, there was a lot of cool stuff. There was a blue guitar there that lit up. Oh, is that at the, at the, at the Lay's stand? Yeah. 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 They, they did kind of the Rickenbacker light show kind of thing right and yeah. they had bl- the blue pickup the blue clear pickups that did i they have oh you did those <laughs> yeah. oh that's cool yeah so yeah they one. they seemed yeah you know there were a couple of on on the stage they were in in our room up on the yeah, stage they were up on the stage they had I'm, some pretty are those were those the recap juniors that uh that he had out that uh, there were like three less pauls oh the, yeah, the conversions uh, conversions yeah. conversions yeah, he's he's really good at those but um, but you know, when you were talking about that blue guitar catching your eye, I yeah, mean, that one thing lights up. How can you not yeah, see it? You know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they, he, he, they do pretty good stuff, but the, that Telly Paisley, did you see that one? I missed kind of like one. a white, more of a oh, white okay. Paisley with yeah, the yeah, multi-colors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I did yeah. see that. Yeah. That, that was, yeah. I think the, the one with the lights caught my eye more than that. Right. But... <laughs> But uh, yeah, 
How about you, Todd? Did you see anything fun? You know, I there was quite a few things that I was seeing that I, I would have really liked. Um, uh, towards the end of the show, though, uh, so I had uh, uh, my 96 Explorer that I had up for sale. Oh, yeah. Was, did, did you end up selling it? I or? had so many hits on that. It was stupid. The cool thing was it was mostly from dealers, right. which uh, tells me... If that many dealers were trying to buy that guitar for me, you know, granted, I understand they're trying to buy it at a lower price so they can sell it. Uh, that gave that made me feel good about my, you know, the item that I have. Uh, in fact, you know, one of the guys there who's a staple, um, Rick, um, uh, his name escapes me, but um, uh, he was, uh, man, he. I was walking out the door and he's like, come on, come on, come on. Let's make, come on, please. Let's make it. <laughs> and that was, that was cool because I was like, look, that guy always has like pretty much the choice guitars, like out of the whole show almost every time. Um, and, and he's chasing me out the door to get this thing. Yeah. Then I was like, oh, this is, I should keep this for a while. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I remember when you texted Tony and I, um, the way you acquired this thing, he's just like, hey, should I pull the trigger on this thing? And and I'm like, yes, 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 right now. Just call the guy and make the deal now. Get this guitar. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, you guys want that guitar because of the way they've aged over the years. Yeah, that it's yeah. a it's a cream explorer. It's, yeah. It's aged really nice. Yeah. Um, uh, Chase, uh, Chasing Vintage Guitars was like, he was like yelling at me. Before he even knew the whole story, he was like, Yelling at me because I was because I took it to the show to the cell. He's like, "You never see one that's like that's that nicotine white man. You know right. you don't get rid of that." If he wants to see another one, have him give me a call. Yeah, we've got like twins. Yeah, we do have. We've got a couple twins. These guitars, yeah. but any uh, anyway. So um, as I was leaving, he was like, Come "Let's make a trade. Let's make a trade. Check out what I have." And there was one there that like I had my eye on like the minute I walked in there, and it was a. It was a um, Telecaster that was bound, so it was a bound Tele, right? With gold spark, the whole body was gold sparkle. Nice, it nice. Was so would like that. Awesome, <laughs> yes. right? And uh, it, it white, uh, I think it had a white pickguard. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it had a white pickguard. And um, and you know, oh, it was it was, it was gorgeous. Uh, and and the cool thing was that the the actual finish on it the the nitro had had been was, was you know it was cracked and smashed and it you know it it had all the good you know wear the wear on it. and the check marks and all yeah that. The, the checking on it was was great although you, you couldn't really tell so much because it's just you know it's like gold flake you know awesomeness right um and i said oh yeah so uh how much is this one you know maybe we can do and he's like yeah, that one's three thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> yeah, I'll trade you even. <laughs> yeah, is that real gold in there? I also <laughs> saw a uh, fifty-two, an all original fifty-two Telly with original oh black art case, twenty-five yeah. mm-hmm. k. Yeah, that's and a solid. Like, and deal. it was sitting on a table by itself, unmanned, and I'm like, this is. Like, 
all somebody needs to do is come walking around here and turn and have their backpack hit this thing, and it goes flying off the... I, I just... I, it just seemed really weird. Like, the officer there was... Was looking around, keeping an eye on it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. I'm. There wasn't an officer sitting there looking at that. No, there was an officer, and he was in charge of the. I'm just trying to like say, like you know, a couple big guys like you and Tony are walking down the aisle, and one of you turns and hits your your backpack, and that thing goes flying. You know what I'm saying? I think he's saying we're clumsy. (laughs) (laughs) Narrow aisles. That's all. Um, So, uh, (laughs) uh, that was a really cool thing that I saw. I was I was digging that. Um I think that actually sold as well because midway through the show they took that real? off the table, yeah. Or either they took it down or it sold because I didn't see it. Wow. Yeah, cuz I was looking for it at well, the end of the show. Well, if it was legit, that was a hell of a price. Yeah. I mean, it, it had your wear, but what black guard doesn't? I no, mean, I mean that neck was really worn. Yeah. I got pictures of it I can show they you. They wrote guys. a book called The Black Guard. That's a great book. Mm-hmm. I haven't you can order the serial number uh, and match it with the actual blackguard that you own. It's pretty interesting. That's how famous those blackguards really are. Mm-hmm. Help me to understand that real quick. Okay, here. say you have an original blackguard, an original Telly Fifty Two, right. and there's a serial so we're saying number. Blackguard. Let, let's say let's there's explain a serial number on the bridge. That's okay, where they hold are. Hold on, before you even get into that, when you're talking about blackguard. Let's explain what That's exactly butter, butterscotch finish with a black bakelite guard. Yep. Single single ply. Single right? ply. Yep. Single Tele- ply black guard. Five hole. Telecasters five hole. and broadcasters and no casters and that kind of thing. Yeah, basically anything that w- would be kind of like that. Now <laughs> you brought up a great point: telecaster, broadcaster, no caster. Just for the audience's edification, which means learning. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let's let's just let's just touch on that really quick because that those are terms that can often get kind of slung around without understanding of it. So sorry about that. Okay, let's go to the resident expert. Yes, Zach. No, Wait, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he knows though, don't you, Zach? <laughs> he yeah, probably you know. does. Yeah, he I'm can sure he correct does. me if I'm wrong. Yes, but, but, I, I'm, but we'll but give. We'll, we'll we'll we shall uh, turn our attention so. to the the throne. May I have my laser pointer, please? Yes. (laughs) Enlighten us. So, uh, Leo Fender, his first real model was an Esquire, meaning it did not have a neck pickup. When he released uh, a two-pickup model, uh, which would have been in uh, 50, 51, I guess, um, he came up with the name Broadcaster. And, you know, thinking, uh, because he was actually... His radio and TV shop, you know, that kind of tied in. What he didn't realize at the time is that Gretsch had already trademarked the name Broadcaster with a K, but they decided to put a cease and desist his way. And uh, in the meantime, he had had all these decals printed up with with Broadcaster on them. Um, They finally settled on the word Telecaster after a while, but he wanted to use up all the decals, so all they did was clip off the word broadcaster, and those became the no-caster, no so it just says fender. And then after he used up all those decals, then it went into, they all said telecaster. Right. So broadcaster, no-caster, telecaster. That yeah. was Leo's personality. He used up anything and everything he could, and he was very resourceful. 
Yes, he had. He apparently was a fan of peanuts, and yeah. and there were <laughs> empty peanut cans all over the place to hold nuts and bolts and oh, everything sure. else. He <laughs> would write his name on his styrofoam coffee cup and would use the same cup for a long time. I mean, that's that's <laughs> okay. the way he was. <laughs> You laugh. Did they have? But to, did true. they have styrofoam back then? <laughs> I don't know. But he did. His, his coffee cup. We'll, we'll just call it his coffee cup. His is his disposable cup. You laugh, but everybody I'm, knows no, Fender. I'm, I'm. That was that's a true story. I'm not, no, he I'm he was he was uh, notorious for being um, thrifty. Thrifty. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's I, a good word for it. I rebuilt a, a lab steel pickup back when it was Leo and George Fullerton. Yeah. The other guy or whatever. George Fullerton. <laughs> yeah. No, it was... Or the other other guy. No, it was Leo Fender was partners with a guy in that... Kaufman? Dude was oh, Doc Kaufman. Kaufman, Okay, yeah. yeah, with Kaufman. But I had to rebuild this pickup, and I took it apart. He used magazine pages to insulate the uh, the contacts. It was... Uh, I couldn't believe it. You should have saved those things, man. Well, I reused them because... Oh, that's good. I totally... Well, yeah, it was a total restoration. I wanted to be as 100% as I could on the restoration. Yeah. So. It's a good thing you didn't use your your wife's, like, Us magazine or, or something. Or <laughs> girly magazines. <laughs> yeah. Nudie magazine yeah. installation. All right. Uh, okay, so that's good. So we, we kind of know the... The background That's on the that. That's the brief, the abbreviated history yeah. of the Telecaster. No, Guard. I know that we've done that a couple times, but I think it's always interesting and not everybody has heard that. So, um, and especially if we have new listeners, we, one of the things we like to do is welcome you. Yes. And, and, and share the edumacation. Um, share the edumacation. Uh, <laughs> um, there was another thing that really caught my eye. There was a, a young gentleman walking around with uh, just holding his Telecaster, like just <laughs> kind of almost like a walking stick. Right. It was really interesting. I was like, hmm. that's interesting. Um, he was holding it by the headstock, just kind of like walking along. And uh, he didn't show it. He came up to our table and he wasn't really showing it or anything. Like I said, it was just like this weird accessory that he had. <laughs> and um, and he kept talking to us about, you know, Jared's pickups and blah, 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 blah. And it was, Oh, gee, thanks. <laughs> and I was, I said, what, what do you got there? And uh, and he says, oh yeah, this is, a, this is a, just one that I made. And he pulled this up, L- legit. That was one of the coolest tellies I have seen in a long time. Little bit heavy on the neck relic. I'm just saying. Yeah, it was a little. It over almost the top. looked like worm wooded, you know, like sort of. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that said, the body. I, I did really like it. It was mm. cool. It was it was definitely cool. There there had uh, there was definitely some mojo in that thing, and it was light as a feather. Yeah, weighed nothing. Yeah, and I want to just thank you to that gentleman too because he he did order a set for me. So thank you. What? <laughs> <laughs> just letting you hang out in the breeze there for a little bit. <laughs> Anyways, um, so what about, are, what about Zach? What about Zach? What did, what did he see? Well, we're gonna get there, man. Oh, you're not he, done he yet. That, he saw that. Jeez, oh man, yeah, eighty just, minutes no, into the podcast, it's, hey, it's, it's, it's a, a round table. Yeah, 
Was, yeah, that, was that the one? I saw the black guy. Yeah. And we did went you down the go? rabbit hole about Fender and all that. Oh. About the, yeah. yeah, we're just round table. Well, no, no, that was, that was Todd's, right. though. What, Zach? I actually was going to talk about the black card. Okay. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, that, that dealer that you were talking about earlier, um, he also had a guitar that I really wanted. Uh, it was yeah, kind of boring, but it was a custom shop Strat. It was a Daphne Blue 62 reissue. <laughs> Rosewood board. <laughs> Todd is in love. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, I know he loves strats over there. Um, but, yeah, it's just Daphne Blue. Seafoam green like Daphne Blue. I like Daphne Blue. I do like that. <laughs> I mean. So did her sister. That's, what, that's like the Duosonics are Daphne Blue, right? Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. Duosonics and Mustangs were Daphne Blue a lot of the time. But I'm a sucker for Fender custom colors. And especially with a Rosewood board. It was just a gorgeous guitar. Mm-hmm. Had a bird's nice. eye maple neck. and. They wanted too much money for it, but Played it was like cool. garbage. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, probably did. <laughs> no. Yes, um, I, I think this is an appropriate time to call attention to uh, my my daughter bought me a, a lovely sign uh, not too long ago. Uh, she went to I think like a fair or something like that. Oh, was she, that World's Best Dad? Yeah, it was. <laughs> my, it was my trophy for World's Best Dad, and it's this little. It's like a a, a, a fake old timey tin um, sales uh, 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 sign, like and a it's, dealer it's sign. Fender, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 but it's Fender, and it says Stratocaster. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and you know what? I didn't even tell her. I just said, "Thank you, sweetheart." That's so nice. Yeah. You are the she world's best dad, know. aren't you? So that's getting hung up in our little studio here. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, um, since you were finished, I have one other thing. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> one of the... I, okay, so earlier, you know, way early in the show, not tonight, but earlier in the history of our show, I was on this bender about Melody Makers. There was a double cutaway that had... a. Uh, Vibrola on it. Was that the SG Melody Maker? Uh, no, it wasn't the. Uh, there was it, a Pelham Blue one that was floating around. That yeah, I no, saw. no. This it, he he it was laying down. It was in your room in the middle in the middle aisle. Um, he also had <laughs> he had an actual Klon pedal that was there for maybe five minutes. Yeah, it was mm. gone. But but yeah, he had a double cutaway uh, with with the uh, vibrola on it, and that was just there was another still one cool, of those. man. I I, I still like them. I, I probably won't ever buy one because they are they feel small. I just like I dig the way they look. I think it's cool. Where there, was the other one? The other one was uh, from again that same dealer. He had a '65 uh, again with a vibrola, and it was all checked out. It was a really cool looking guitar. Yeah, it was a deal too. He had it at like 1100. All original. Yeah. Yep. Them's that. That's them. Wow. Uh, so uh, what? Uh, what some? What are some things that maybe we uh, we kind of weren't really digging? Oh, I know. Here's I got one. We're the crap or the pedals. For Pete's sakes. Thank God. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, no, there were there were a couple of tables that had nothing but. Uh, yeah, but there. Here's the thing. It feels like some of these dudes are dragging out pedals that, first of all, they're all sort of like they should be in like the ten dollar box. You know, you walk in, and you go ten dollar box of pedals. You know, right? It's like some of these are just kind of junk pedals and hey there's magic to be found in all those things but 
I don't want an entire table full of those that are priced like really good ones. There's so many pedal builders. There's a load of pedal builders here in Ohio, right? Where are you guys? Mike is out here. He was the only Mike guy who actually and grindstone. makes pedals. Grindstone, grindstone there too. They were right next to us. <laughs> Jeez, oh man. I, They've got a fuzz coming out too pretty soon. Yeah, yes. I don't know if you're supposed to say that, but that's okay. Um, it was there at the show. I know. So it's cats out of the bank. I'm just trying to hype it. Right. Go with me on this. Okay. So yeah, we had, we had grindstone. You know, the, the only reason I, I didn't actually bring them out is because... They were right next to us, and I took him for granted. I'm sorry. Sorry, Grindstone. We're going to have you guys on once you release the fuzz pedal. But that said, even if this, even if you're not a builder or something, it's like it's such a, it's such a turnover in that market. It's like buying and selling and collecting those things is like. I agree. It's, it, it, we need them out there at the show. and not, Well, it's called a guitar not, show. Yeah, but not not <laughs> junk drawer. I don't need a table of only junk drawer. Or uh, if yeah. I go to a table and I'm like, hey, look at all these guitars. And they got like, you know, three or four pedals that, um, you know, they just had laying around. Although I did sell four of my own just laying around pedals. But that doesn't matter. Mm, it's not what I'm... Guilty as charged. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the Dallas show a few years ago, maybe three years back. And I saw probably the largest pedal display I'd have ever seen in my life. And there were pedals anywhere from, you know, 30, 40 bucks to, you know, hundreds and hundreds of dollars. And there was a four-sided display and racks. And it, it was like going into an, uh, an LP store and just spending all day flipping LPs. And that's how many pedals there were. I mm-hmm. couldn't believe it. And uh, I... I don't know. I I could have spent three hours just looking looking at this one little booth full of pedals. I'm just asking for a third of that at the next show. <laughs> Somebody needs to step up. Hey, yeah. I'm just, just saying. Get I, out there. I wish you would have. We want. We all want to buy them. So so bring them. You yeah. know. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Easy to load in and out. Right. Yep. Easy to trade too. We've traded a lot of pedals at those shows. Todd wants more pedals. <sighs> Make a pedal show. Yeah, just where it's all pedals. They're out there. They're they're creeping up. Okay, uh, any last words, gentlemen? I mean, I, I thought the show actually was pretty good. I mean, considering was, how considering, cold it was, yeah, mm-hmm. the weather was not good. Um, but the winter show is usually better uh, than than the summer show uh, in terms of attendance and whatever. And there were there were a lot of people out. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was you know cabin fever or whatever. It was cool seeing how many uh, young kids were, were there, yes. like really, really. And I'm yeah. not talking about like, uh, you know, 20 years old. I'm talking about like, you know, 10, 10 12, yeah. you know, 10 13. To, I mean, was, young cool. kids. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, yeah, that's always encouraging uh, when, whenever you're involved with shows like this. Mm-hmm. You want them to be successful so that you have some sort of venue to do things. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, cool. It was a it was a really great show, and uh, it, as a dealer, um, or vendor, or whatever you want to call us, I really like going and, and seeing people that you know I haven't seen in a long time that you see every show. Um, that aspect is great too. So, it's, yep, it's cool to go there and see stuff that you wouldn't normally see. Like you don't see a, a black guard telly day to day. It's cool to go check out some of that stuff in person. Oh yeah. 
Or you don't, you don't often see a six, you know, a sixty-one, a sixty-two double cutaway millimakers just right, hanging right. out on yeah. the table. Yeah. So, um, and we, yeah, we're able to see uh, friends like we we saw our our one of our early guests, Lowdown. Uh, Tim from Lowdown Bass. Yeah, and uh, we had Tom's flipping guitars right behind us. Yeah, uh, he's always good to have a chat with and always there and say hello and everything. So, a lot of. A lot of dudes out, and it was great. It was great. So uh, get to your local guitar shows. That's what we're trying to say, ultimately. Wherever you're at, there's likely a guitar show. Get to it. Get to it. Get to it. They're yep. fun. Support the guitar community. Get out there and bring some stinking pedals, will you? <laughs> All righty. Jared. Well, I think it's time for Would You Rather. Wow, you really hung on that one for a while there, didn't wow. you? Man, I just felt it. You feel it in your bones. Wow. <laughs> All right, what, what do we got? Well, say you're going to go to a guitar show. You're going to go to a guitar show. You get a choice here. You you can have $1,000 in your pocket cash to spend on pedals, or you get $2,000 to spend on a guitar. Or Which guitars. One or guitars, sure. Which one are you going with? You could it only be one or the other. Thousand bucks for pedals or effects, something down that line, or guitars. Mm-hmm. Or basses. And we're assuming that there's actually going to be a lot of good pedals at this. In this case, ah, it's, in this case, it's it's fifty fifty. Okay. All right. Wow. Zach. Well, yeah, I got to go with the guitars because, like I said, <laughs> I'm I'm not much of an effects guy, so. I'd probably walk out with one or two really nice guitars. Okay. Like what? I don't we know. We just did a whole <laughs> show on like what, man. <laughs> Tony. Guitars. All right. Can always get pedals. You can always get guitars. You can always get pedals. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're, amps are getting no love right now. Uh, amps, I think people are realizing that it's a tricky business, man. Tube amplifiers are an investment. Yeah. They are an <laughs> investment of yeah, money. So that's why we're not <laughs> And they require an investment. Try playing 100 watt in your basement, man. No. I yeah. You'll just blow yeah. your eardrums well, out. Yeah, why? Well, anyways, Jared. <laughs> this may be a surprise, but I'm going to go pedals this time. Especially. Really? Yes. That is kind of a shocker. Wow. I, well, yes. Because... Quite frankly, I have a lot of guitars that I'm happy with, and uh, I'm kind of getting into this vintage pedal thing, actually. Yeah? That's, uh, that's not cool more, ones. Not the boutique, but the old vintage stuff. I think that's what I'd love to to spend that money on. Every time you say boutique, I imagine you that you look like Colonel Sanders. Boutique. <laughs> boutique. I saw boot- boutiques <laughs> at Nam. <laughs> that was coming. Uh, well, boutiques I'm, at Nam. I'm definitely going pedals on that one. Really, I, that's a shocker. <laughs> I, hey, I love guitars. I and I, you know, obviously, um, but I, uh, I just I, I love the idea of going like, okay, I can get like maybe you know ten, like. 
probably 10 to 15 pedals. Decent pedals. I could yeah. get a handful of really great ones, handful of kooky, junky ones, and a handful of ones that I've never seen before and don't have any like major market market equity yet, you know? <laughs> so I don't know. Blah, 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 blah. Or you but, could get one Klon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, so anyways, cool. Well, hey, dudes, this has been a blast. I love As per shows, usual. Man. Tony? As we've often said many times, many, many times, it's always nice. Grab a pillow, everybody. <laughs> it's always nice to have... Okay. The a reason show. the reason that you got graduated to this <laughs> section is, to, is so you can you can motor through it. Uh, well, I, I need to get my thoughts together because okay. it's kind of an emotional. It's thing really for a me. list more than thoughts, but go really? for it. Really? Okay. All right. Well, if you want to rush me through, that's fine. I can do it. I can do it as fast or as slow as you want me to. I can extend. I can make my words longer. <laughs> But, hey, I listen, guess, but I guess I love what this I'm show, though. But I, I guess what I'm getting at is we love doing this show. Absolutely. I think I speak for everyone here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, 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 it's very special when you get a show of support uh, through something like patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs. We're going to have to rewrite your contract. <laughs> <laughs> See how he is? He's not I very know, you're nice. Being sincere. Okay, go. Do I'm, it. I'm trying to be sincere. Okay, so. Uh, at, at one of the nicest levels that you can participate at is the executive producers. And we have many to mention here. We would like to thank them for their support of our podcast. See, they get to, their, they get to have their name read. It's read on, on the, the thing. thing. <laughs> Easy for you to say. Gosh, dang. So I'm going to go. Boom. Go. Tom Barazin, Martin Cliff, David Wolfson, Matt Brammer, Carlos Mancha, Pete Marshall, Derek Fitzer, Robin Smith, John Daly, Oliver Gonzalez, Sean S., Mason Green, and one of our newest executive producers, Chris Kearney. Thank you. If you would like to become an executive producer, visit us at patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs and see how to do it. Thank you very much, Tony. I'd also like to mention that at Reverb.com, you will find a marketplace just for musicians all over the world. You can buy, sell, make offers, and negotiate with complete protection. Whether you're selling from home or if music gear is your day job, there are millions of listings online already, and it's free to list yours, too. Join the Musicians Marketplace at Reverb.com. Gentlemen... It's been lovely, as usual. Can't wait till the next guitar show. Everybody get out and go to your guitar shows and subscribe. Yeah. Oh, that (laughs) must have hurt. That must have hurt. I heard that one. I fought in your general direction, you wiper of other people's bottoms. Okay. (laughs) Tony (laughs) Dutton. Well, that's it for these knobs. Please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs. Visit our website at theguitarknobs.com for all of our past episodes, four on the floor blog, and other good stuff. You can connect with us on social too at our Facebook page and share your gear and stories on our Facebook group. Also, be sure to check out our Instagram at 
guitar knobs. Catch you next time.